Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Let's start today with a quick little ditty from the Morning Roadshow Department of Irony. Police say this man in Kennewick, Washington, well, he experienced instant karma early Sunday. Officers reported to the 500 block of East Bruneau on reports of an auto theft around 6 a.m. Dude called police. The victim, a William Kelly, told officers he had left the keys to his pickup on the seat and while he got out of the vehicle for a minute, someone came along and stole it. After surveillance video was reviewed, officers found why Kelly was in such a hurry. It was because he was stealing items from a business across the street. <laughs> Touche, I yeah, say, exactly. on that one, yes. Yes. Well, Cliff, I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, yes. scientists are saying now that uh, they think mm-hmm. that all of us are living inside some kind of computer simulation. Oh, kind of like the... Um, Keanu Reeves movies. What was the, um, what was those? The name of those? Oh, that's right. Yeah, where they were all plugged in, and that's what they're saying, though. Yeah. Cliff. Wow, that's just bizarre. It is that it could actually be true. Yeah. Well, personally, yeah, I believe that yeah. I'm living inside an etch a sketch, and I'm overdue for a shaking. <laughs> well, it's time for our morning road show. Thought of the day. Thought of the day. Yes. Okay. Birds of a feather yeah. flock together. Mm-hmm. Birds without feathers do their flocking mm-hmm. in private. <laughs> Before what? we get out of here at 10 o'clock today, yeah. can you make a note? That's I a, made myself a note. note. Okay, what am I noting? About um, a story about using teeny tiny microphones. Teeny tiny microphones. Yes. Okay. And then if you could, in parentheses, just write yeah. plants. Plants. Yes. We're going to listen to plants grow. <laughs> That's what the teeny tiny microphones do. Yes. Okay. Which was, you know, yeah. would be more exciting than what we're going to be doing. Kind of most of what we do. <laughs> is listening to plants grow. <laughs> we, this story contains a look at two drunk driving arrests in the city of Evansville, including one that has the seal of approval for the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Let's start with the most recent, early yesterday morning, when EPD says a man named Jacob Belisles was behind the wheel of a vehicle that hit the median wall on US-41, then spun around and proceeded to drive southbound in the northbound lanes. Officers say he left the scene of that crash, but they were able to find him an hour later and pull him over. Easy to find, his car was all smashed up. The cops reportedly asked the man how much he'd had to drink, and the reply was, too much. (laughs) And now, let's step back to Saturday when Vandenberg County Sheriff's deputies spotted a vehicle owned by a man named Charles Musser at the intersection of Wabash and Indiana, reportedly stopped squarely in the middle of the street. That's a fairly unusual thing to do, but as you might expect, expect, there was a perfectly reasonable explanation. Deputies say Musser was standing next to his vehicle, clearly urinating in front of other drivers as they drove around his car. 
is blood alcohol content later found north of three times the legal limit. Go around. Nothing to see here. <laughs> what are you, come on, let's go. Avert your eyes. Don't look, Ethel. <laughs> yes, Cliff, I don't need to remind it about that. I understand and remember it well. <laughs> It's almost like a nightmare now, isn't it? It kind of is, yes. You know, and now people are going, what are they talking about? And anybody who's on Facebook knows that they get, every once a day, they get the memories thing, a look back at what you had posted or what someone posted about you on this day. And I was reminded by the Facebook memories that it was this day in 2010, some nine years ago, that you turned your chair over and fell out of it while we were live on the air. And got stuck. <laughs> you were, I thought we were going to have to get the extrication gear in here because when the f- chair fell over, you were kind of in it. Then the arm stuck on the, was stuck under the table and you couldn't get out. <laughs> yes. I understand. I remember it well. <laughs> yeah. But I've had safety training since then. <laughs> have I had an incident since no, then? No, there has been no chair incidents. In nine years, my safety <laughs> training has taken over. And I have stayed upright in my chair ever since. I might have to go find that audio. We, we, we recorded that. I might have to find that audio and play it back. We later. don't have to do that. I think people, no, we people don't would want to hear it. Nobody cares that- about me not being able to sit in a chair. <laughs> I can do it now, though. Well, you've been checked out. Safety training. Yes. PBR Cliff has finally launched their new craft whiskey. <laughs> PBR. Yes. The beer brewer. Yes. Okay. They, you know, they've come out with the seltzer and hard coffee and yeah. strong beer and stronger beer. Now, yeah. they have whiskey, and it's the new five-second aged whiskey. It's aged for five seconds. And that's not a joke. It actually is. If they didn't <sighs> age it, yeah, then they had to call it moonshine. Right. And so they got with the folks that make those decisions and said, yeah. well, how long do we need to age it? And the reply was, if it touches wood, it's whiskey. (laughs) And so, five seconds is all that touches wood, and that makes it a whiskey. (laughs) Is that not incredible? Who would have thought? I would think at least an hour. It basically just has to go, they pour it in the barrel and drain it out the barrel at the same time. Right out the bottom, yeah. That makes it whiskey. That makes it whiskey. Because it's touched the wood. Yes, is that not incredible, Cliff? That's odd. That's very right, odd. Yeah. Before we get started here on this story, Cliff. Yes. I just want to say this. Okay. Can all of you fast food places, <laughs> can you keep the meat in my meat and quit all of this foolishness you're doing right now? What are you talking about? Well, KFC is the latest to jump on this bandwagon. Yeah. They're now testing mm-hmm. a plant-based chicken breast called Beyond Fried Chicken. Okay. Keep the meat in my meat, Cliff, and quit all this foolishness. Keep the meat in my meat. Yes. Keep the whiskey in my wood. That should be the saying for Arby's. Keep the meat in my meat. Keep the meat in my meat. Yeah. It's all a part of of a plan by KFC, Cliff. Yeah. To lose customers to Chick-fil-A. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Except on Sunday. Except on Sunday, yes. Can we say it on three, Cliff? My saying? Yes. One. One. Two, three. Keep, Keep the, the meat, meat in, in my meat. meat. <laughs> you might think that a man would never forget this, but if you did, you'd be wrong. 
least 51-year-old Todd Barkett of Brandon, Florida, is wrong, and he's going to pay the price for being wrong. Earlier this year, Barkett applied for a job which he appeared to have a very good chance at getting, because employers typically don't spend the money on a drug test and the other things unless you pass that initial interview process and they seem to like you. Part of those things for this particular position included the pesky background check, something most of us have undoubtedly submitted to before. Probably there are a few of us who have been fingerprinted. I know I have at least three times. And while the vast majority of us don't think too much about that process, we're not like Mr. Barkett, who had his fingerprints linked to a cold case murder of two people from 1998. <laughs> he was sentenced last week to life in prison. <laughs> you can't be fingerprinted if you committed a crime 30 years ago. <laughs> no, you're going to stay away from that. That's, uh, you know, yeah. criminality 101, I think You would think so, that. yes. Yeah. I'm glad I wrote this post-it note earlier this morning, Cliff. I was reminding myself about the teeny-tiny microphones. Oh, yeah, see, and I, I even wrote it down. Yes, here. you did. Teeny-tiny microphones. And then you said in parentheses, put the word plants. That's right. And this is the story about that, Cliff. Okay. There's a new exhibit yeah. at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden Okay. that proves it's possible now for us yeah. to hear the sounds that plants make while they're growing really and since these are very young plants growing up okay what kind of sounds cliff so, <laughs> would you imagine that they make so they're they're putting they're putting microphones on plants yes to record the sounds they make while they're growing yes and they're starting with little young plants yes i'm going to go with the those little plants the young plants uh -huh. um they're making fart sounds and then after that, some giggling. <laughs> Why do I ask you stuff? Why do I even ask you? A 46-year-old guy, Cliff, yeah. named Keith Mounts, okay. let a friend of his use his bathroom at his mobile home outside of Tampa. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, yeah. hold, hold on. Yeah. So, so we're talking a bathroom in a mobile home. In Florida. Yes. That's a recipe for disaster. Exactly. In fact, if you threw a machete in there, it'd be a perfect storm. We have the perfect oh, storm. No. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> you see, all of this happened on Saturday yeah. when his friend came over to use the bathroom. Okay. And he said, <laughs> "Yeah, Mr. Mounts did, Yeah. make sure you flush. Okay. And of course his friend... You wouldn't think friend, that would be obvious. No. That you tell people... To flush, but apparently it is. But apparently with this friend, you have to tell him that. Okay. And of course, well, he didn't flush. Okay. So Keith did what most normal, logical people would do. <laughs> What's that? He went after him with a machete <laughs> and threatened to chop him if he didn't flush. <laughs> and the police were called. That's a perfect storm right there. It is the perfect yes. storm. Cliff? Yes. You think these country music stars around that we have... Do you think when they go and buy multi-million dollar homes to live in, yeah. do you think they just write a check for it? Or do they like us and <laughs> take out have a loans house payment? and have a monthly payment and all of that? I, I, that's a good question. I'm just wondering, do you just lay I'm the sure money it, down? I'm sure it varies according to, you know, who who it is and how big the house is. But my guess is 
the vast majority of the time, they're just going to write a check. Well, I asked that, Cliff, because yeah. Kenny Rogers is in the news. Okay. He's selling a mansion that he owns near Atlanta. Okay. And it's about 7,000 square foot. Yeah. And uh, he's wanting about $4.5 million for this place. Okay. Which actually is on sale. Okay. And the story has in there that yeah. if you go to Zillow, mm-hmm. they say that uh, that price for his house breaks down into payments of $22,708 <laughs> a month. Okay. Is that not amazing? Twenty-two thousand seven hundred a month for this house Mm -hmm. that has six bedrooms and eight bathrooms. Can you imagine writing a check every month for twenty-two thousand (laughs) dollars? No. Cliff, our ticket to the bank today. We we have options today on the ticket to the bank. Okay. The option number one would be Mm -hmm. an interesting fact about pepperoni if that's possible (laughs) and the other one an interesting fact about a usb device usb device yes god that's a uh, that's a quandary do you want me to choose this i wish you would because i'm not sure i can choose that's where i'm because there's like the the techno geeky person i mean wants to know about the um usb device yes the 12 year old Wants to make a sausage joke out of the pepperoni. Yes. <laughs> I can see your quagmire there, Cliff. So which one do you think well, we should go Well, can't we do with? both? Can uh, we not do both? I don't know if we need a double taste to take it to the bank. <laughs> as much as I disdain take it to the bank, I vote today because of the subject matter involved. We actually do a double shot. Ooh, doubling up on okay. take it to the bank. Yes. I'm excited now. We'll see this if is that, what it takes? That's, I, <laughs> Who knew? I'm easy. Here's Trace Atkins <laughs> on the Morning Road Show. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Twin spin. Take It oh, to the Bank. Yeah, just do it. Let's just put all the hype aside. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Get on with it. No, they're pretty short. If you took all of the pepperonis <laughs> yep. that Americans eat in one year okay. and laid them each piece side by side. Right. So this is not like, you know... Sausage shaped. This is laid out flat. Yes. Okay. Approximately 1.75 inches in diameter. Okay. If you did that. That's called girth, by the way, but go yes. ahead. Go ahead. You would wrap around the earth yeah. 50 times. Wow. And that's just what we eat here in the, in US. the U.S. Yes. That's a lot of sausage. That is a lot of sausage. Yeah. And our fact number two. Okay. The guy who invented the USB wanted it to be flippable. Oh. But that yeah. would have doubled the price. And okay. so we got what we got. One that you always try to put in upside down, and you have to flip it over. Yes. Every single solitary time. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. if they would have done it like he wanted, yeah. it wouldn't have mattered how you put it in. And all of that you can take to the bank. <laughs> It's true. No, you're absolutely right. It wouldn't have mattered how it went in. That's right. As long as it goes in. Yes. Just get it in. Cliff, I was sitting here listening to John Party singing Heartache Medication, and I was wondering Mm -hmm. if, and I'm sure it happens occasionally, two WWE wrestlers get married. (laughs) I I mean, there are, you know, 
theoretically possible. I don't follow the WWE. I, do, I, don't, but I don't either. Grandsons do. But they um, could probably tell us, couldn't but, they? I'm sure they could. I mean, they're, they're male wrestlers, female wrestlers. Yes. I'm just, just, not that that matters no. but anymore, but uh, it's possible that two wrestlers could be, develop a relationship and end up married. And I'm thinking, after the honeymoon, yeah. will the happy couple be in like a concussion protocol? <laughs> because you know, being wrestlers, you know. Well, I think I know what you're talking yes. about. Yes. In fact, I think I would expect them to come home and from their honeymoon and say, furniture was broken. <laughs> I think somebody's getting a chair to That's the right. head. That's right. There was a cage match and a... Suflex or something like that, and yes. then it was on. Honey, I love you. Bam. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day start with number three, which is, of course, reminiscent of what happened nine years ago today when you, my friend, got pinned in an industrial accident here in this room. That's true. Yes. Because you have since had safety training. Yes, I have. not happened again. <laughs> number two, if it touches wood... It's whiskey, even for five seconds. But the number one, you know, the number one is people always ask me, "Do you guys script out what you do?" And the answer is, today, I'm already working on tomorrow's script. No, oh, no. And it's it's the number one phrase of the day: fart sounds and then some giggling. That's what we got in tune for you tomorrow. <clears throat> and you wonder why our ratings are so bad. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.